Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters BLEAV, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm your host, Dylan Hunzinger at Thunder Chats, where you're part of the B-Live Network, and this podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Now that that is out of the way, I've got some lovely gentlemen joining us today. First of all, in a new location, an undisclosed location, we have the one, the only, the Maddie Double Dribbles, Tyranny. What up, Tyranny? I'm good. Still moving in. Um, as I'm sitting here, no one's going to see this. Only you guys can see this, but my Shea picture looks so small. Uh, i need i need some other stuff over here um i need to i need to fill it in i've got some other thunder stuff but i haven't set it up yet i'm doing good um got that one who are going on i know yeah that's that's what i was worried about is like the i i've got the mic real close to my um oh no you good you you can tell you can tell you're in a new place i know yeah it's it's echoing so i need to put some other stuff in here um but yeah, I'm good. I'm a little disappointed. Um, anyone who was on Twitter uh, following us, uh, we had a little contest, and we fell literally one follower short of the greatest song to ever drop from very on Thunder Chats. So that was a little disappointing. But um, aside from that, it was good. I, I love free agency. It's weirdly become my favorite part of the offseason. Um, so I was just glued in today and, and just excited to talk about it all. All right. Very nice. Well, hey, you heard another voice in the background. Uh, joining us in the Batmobile, in the Batcave, Alex Roy. What up, Alex? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just, uh, like, like like Maddie said, like, this is one of those days where, like, you just look through Twitter and, like, for, for an hour to an hour and a half to two hours, you're just like, I was glued what? in, dude. Oh, I know. Glued in. Like, what? How? 
Yep. That today, so it was great. It was great. And, and none of it involved the Thunder. So as far as stress. Also great. Just great. Absolutely. Just be just looking at other teams and be like, how are why are you paying that much, dude? Yeah. And uh just just being, just, like, being, just being like, yeah, our pick is gonna convey now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, so uh kind of kind of covering a couple of things that you guys mentioned. Uh Tyranny mentioned the uh the Twitter contest that we had. So uh, I made the statement that if we got to 4,000 followers by the time we started recording this pod at 11 p.m. Eastern, which we didn't start recording 11 p.m., so that's one caveat. But we were one follower short at 11 p.m. Eastern, so man, my word, not posting the whole song. Um, <laughs> I, I did. I no, I, I didn't even mention, but I wrote a parody to the Peaches song from Super Mario's movie, Super Mario Brother movie. Uh, but it's based on Michich instead of Peaches. So Vasilya Michich. And uh, I- I'm very proud of it. Uh, it's got a 100% positivity rating so far, but I was wanting to hold on to it for the public until Michich, if he does, you know, comes to OKC and stays in OKC. But I put out that challenge. Uh, got really close, but failed by one follower. So not posting the whole song, but... I, I applied the effort. So at the end of the podcast, don't go anywhere after we sign off. I will drop a, let me see how long this snippet is. Of a screen. 20, 20 second blur. Actually, it's, it's about 20 second snippet of the, of the song. Actually, uh, Dylan, I have an idea just, just so people don't skip. Let's put it in a random spot in the podcast and don't say where. <laughs> Sounds like, all right. Sounds like a like a bad drop, but like a, but like a meat just drop. Yeah, no, but like we will turn out to work for our it. sponsors. Hey, we, just got, we just got Victor Oladipo back. What? Are you, are you serious? No way. Victor Oladipo to us. No, I mean that, hey. it's not that big. Of a, yeah, it's not that big of a thing. It's gonna be hey. out the entire game. But I'm interested. Let's go. I'm interested to see how this is going to work as far as um, what the trade their pick protections. Wow. That's awesome. What's, what's Oladipo's contract look like? Why are we taking him? 14, 19 million, something like that. I did not expect that at all. I wonder, I wonder if JRE is involved in that. Yeah. Please. That's interesting. I'll tell you what. Great gay Vincent re- uh, replacement for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. That's so funny. What comes out of that? That's that's so funny how we're sitting here like the entire day, nothing happens with Thunder free uh during the you know, this whole free agency, and then like minutes into starting recording, this drops. <laughs> First thunder news of the day. This is, this is such a weird move. I don't, I don't Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not sure how to process this. I was, at first, I was like, "Great, like a Thunder legend comes back, awesome." And I'm well, we just like, "Why? Him. Why are we? Yeah, why are so we, we like taking him though?" I mean, we have the cap space. Doesn't, doesn't make sense. We probably give him like a fifteen million dollar TPE. Um. Oh yeah, I, I don't know what our TPE situation so, is. So Anthony, Anthony just texted me, and I think his uh, his 
um, autocorrect messed it up and says Olaf iPad is coming back to Oklahoma City. <laughs> Olaf iPad boys, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> All right, well this this the, the pod has been derailed, but it's been derailed in a fun way. That's crazy. Um. All right, well, I mean, huh. let, let, hey, let's let's rip it off, Alex. I'm I'm going to you, man. Victor Oladipo. We know what he can provide when he's healthy. Uh-huh. We know that you know he came to OKC and he didn't quite live up to the expectations that we might have had for him. Playing a lot, had to wrestle Westbrook, but then the very next year he became an All Star. Battled injuries, but like he's a vet. He's very talented. He's multi you know multi dimensional in terms of what he's giving. Where do you see Victor Oladipo sliding into this roster? Do you see him getting run in this rotation, or how do you see this signing, sir? I see him slotting into the training room um, because he suffered a patellar tendon uh, injury, and those usually keep you out for the entire year. And that's his second major, like, knee tendon-related injury. He he also had, like, a, uh, I think a quad tendon injury a couple years ago that kept him out for, like, a year, year and a half. Um, so yeah, he's, this is not a move for a player to play. This mm-hmm. is definitely a this is definitely a move for, hey, you need help. We'll help you now, but we need something in the future. That future thing may be completely either it's either going to be um, unprotecting twenty five, or just saying, hey, you go ahead and keep twenty five. I need you to unprotect twenty six, and we'll take twenty six because. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to go ahead and push those down as far as you can. 26 is the Cooper flag, Cam Boozer draft. So if we're going to get anybody, I think those would be the drafts that you really want to say, hey, you know, we may be great in 26, but if we can get a Cooper flag or a Cam Boozer or something like that to add to the program, that'd be amazing. Um, So I think maybe something like that is in the works. Gotcha. See, I I, (laughs) – I, I'm I'm bad under pressure, you know, with the uh, news crack. I, I completely forgot that he was hurt again. So that's on yeah. me. Uh, tyranny. The injury. Just from a vibes aspect, how do you feel about Victor Oladipo back in OKC right now? I, but I, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense because it, yeah, I, I don't see his fit here. Love the guy. Uh, the, it does feel, I, I kind of, now that I'm like processing it and like hearing what Alex was saying, it does feel like uh, this is a thing the Thunder are doing for the Heat to like offload him because of the like. I, I feel like he's kind of like a like a I don't know I can't think of a comparable player to a championship team, but like not a guy like a guy who's kind of there off of the bench to be like he's the veteran. Karan Butler right now. Karan Butler, yeah, uh, was injured whenever the Dallas Mavericks won their championship. But now it's his only championship. Like he's Karan Butler right now, but he's making yeah, like yeah. 17, 19 million, something like that. Um, and so I think for it's... Miami, I think I think they probably have another move left in their you know up their sleeve as far as free agency goes. So taking on Victor's money may help them achieve that move. Whatever it is, I have no idea, uh, but it may help them achieve that. Or, or may it may it may be something that. They need to. They needed to move him in order to do like a three-way deal with Max Struess. That's yeah, right. That that was what I was thinking. Is like it's the, so it's, we're it's for, so it's nine point four five million. Uh, so it's draft right. compensation. So we're getting back mm. draft compensation. So it's only ten. It's ten million. 
Probably seconds okay. if I had to get. They do get a trade exception. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's definitely what you said, Alex, at the end there. Like, I think it's something the Heat are planning to do to free up some space with like Struess or, or something. Like it, it feels like this is just one piece of the puzzle well, that's been dropped. Keith Smith actually tweeted out that this cleared some room under the tax for the Heat. So I guess this gets them yeah. under the tax. Which is interesting because they already lost like uh, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Who knows where Struess is going? Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Who knows? For- maybe. Maybe we'll find out during this podcast what happens the rest of this situation. I doubt it. We still don't know what the freaking pick details are on the Nuggets trade. Yeah, that's mm. true. Like the Nuggets well, trade no, is not that. because well, the Nuggets trade is so weird because like the the pick that we traded for taking on or for taking on Jamichael Green was a 2027 top. Was it? I think it was top six protected. But it's top six protected for 27, 28, and 29. So I wonder if that plays into mm-hmm. it a little bit as far as, like, you know, may, maybe making it 29. Like, I, I have no idea. I, I don't know. But I think – I wonder if that plays into it. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't talking about the, the pick compensation. I just meant, like, I'm curious if we'll find out what Miami is doing, like, with, yeah. with everything going on. We'll see. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of people have forgotten that Victor Oladipo is injured as well. So, uh, yeah. just kind of looking at the timeline. <laughs> yeah, that's that. So he's just like I can't remember the last time he's played for an extended period of time. It's been years. Silly rabbits. Like, yeah, expiring contract. You know, a a friendly, familiar face. You know, in terms of like you know the Oklahoma City program. The trainers, he's probably familiar with a lot of the trainers from his time here. Like, you know, a place that he can really go and attack his rehab and, you know, recuperate and, you know, try to get better and try to, you know, go get a contract next year. Uh, who knows? Maybe. Maybe he improves so much and, you know, he, he comes along for the title run next year. It's stranger things have happened. Or maybe we trade his contract, which is an expiring contract at the deadline. Um, yeah. Yeah. In a in a move, you know, at the trade deadline. So uh, there's there's a lot of things that can happen with that Victor Oladipo trade, but um, it sounds like so we were at 15 roster spots and we just traded for Victor Oladipo. And based on everything Woj is saying, um, there's no players attached. So what that tells me is that we did not guarantee Jeremiah Robinson Earl's contract freeing up the roster spot for Oladipo to come into the roster. We can still keep him. I mean, we, we can carry 20 players in the offseason. Ah, oh, can we? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of people, you know, kind of talking about that on Twitter today, too, about Jeremiah Robinson Earl's contract. You know, even if we do fully guarantee it, it's just 1.9 mil. Like, it's not a lot to eat if we were to, you know, let it guarantee and, you know, wave it, you know, later on down the line. So that is true as well. That is true as well. Well, Alex is just raining on my parade. Every point I make, he's like, actually, no. Actually, no. I put a put a tweet out for questions, maybe. Maybe we'll get some. Oh, okay. During the podcast, Bolt, 
very bold. No, <laughs> just kidding. You're good. Well, right, let's let's kind of get back on track. Um, that I don't know if it was a Woj bomber or Sham Wow, but whatever it did, it it screwed us all up. So, without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, yeah, kind of getting back on track. Thunder Basketball is back. Thunder Basketball. Next week, guys. Let's go. On Monday, we start the Utah Summer League, Salt Lake Summer League, and we play the home team, the Utah Jazz, on July 3rd. Um, so we play three games next week. We play the Jazz on the 3rd, the Grizzlies on the 5th, and the Sixers on the 6th. Um, you know, this is Summer League. There's not a lot that you can, you know, that you could take away from Summer League. Um, but just kind of going around the table. And uh, I'll, I'll start with Tierney here. Tierney, what are you most looking forward to in the for the Thunder in Salt Lake Summer League? Um, well, one, we get to see your boy, TaylorMade, for the Jazz. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were about to say something good about Kaysen, but no, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, no. I'll, I'll mention Kaysen. Um, so, yeah, we'll get to see Taylor, TaylorMade. Um, I think the, uh, since, you know, since we're kind of focusing on Kaysen's defense i think it'll be interesting to see how he matches up with their other uh draft pick Keontae. um so that was kind of the matchup i was looking for there mm-hmm. there's a couple of um i didn't i guess i didn't check this um i know we've got some undrafted um rookies that are playing i didn't check whether they were going to be playing in the Las Vegas games or not. I don't know if anyone knows any of that, but um, there were a couple like of... Flag, like Flagler and KJ Williams? Yeah, those guys. Yeah. yeah I don't know if they're going to play or not. Yeah, those are just going to be like, you know, those are just exhibit 10 guys that, you know, we have to sign now and hopefully keep them, you know, in the system as far as like training camp blue. invites. Yeah, training camp invite, and then cut them before the season so they can play for the blue, so we control their yeah. their rights. Yeah, I had I had a couple of guys on there, but um, I think I, the biggest, uh, well, I guess for me the biggest is to see Chad again. Um, yeah, since he's I, I was worried you were going to pass that up, but go ahead. No, no, yeah, I I was I was focusing on the matchups at first, but I I mean obviously like the key the key guys we're looking at are Chad, and then like uh, I wrote down that J-Dub and Jang are confirmed. I don't know if any others were confirmed for uh, Salt Lake City. But, um, yeah, Chet, Chet's the guy we're looking at. It's the first time we're going to see him play real basketball since the Seattle debacle. Um, mm-hmm. So exciting to to just see. I, I don't know who Utah's throwing out that at center. Um, I don't think they really drafted anybody. I don't think Kessler's playing. Uh, I'll I'll try to pull up the Utah Summer League roster, but I don't think that Kessler's playing anything like that. 
If it was, yeah, if it was Kessler, that'd be interesting. But yeah, I don't, I didn't check the matchup for Chet in that game. Um, but yeah, like I just want to see him play again, just to see, see his improvements. Um, make sure he's a hundred percent. Like I think we all think he is. Um, yeah. J- Jane gang also I'm excited about. Um, I'm hoping, hoping for the best for that. But um, so they've got yeah. Vernon Terry jr. Um, from Duke. Uh, That's him up, dude. Lucas Samanich, Nick on on agenda. Um, yeah, that's that that's the extent of their like big guys. They've got a fun roster though, because like they've got they do, yeah. So they got Hendricks and they got Keontae, like we said, but they got Johnny Juzang. And somebody they got yeah. they've got yeah. Oshag Baji playing. Um yeah. so they've they've got some dogs in there. Um, and you know, in classic thunder faction, faction in classic thunder fashion, we still don't have our full summer summer league roster release. We probably won't release it until like a couple hours before Sunday, the game. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, well, looking forward to that. Yeah, it, it sucks. I'm, I'm seeing no ceilings tweet out all the summer league rosters. I'm like, not us. Wouldn't it be nice? But yeah. Um, absolutely. Maybe, that, that jazz maybe Victor be Oladipo. Maybe Victor Oladipo is playing summer league. I mean, rehab could be, could be worth <laughs> hey, it. Speaking of that, though, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because shout out to the homie Thunder Focus. Uh, he brought this up. Um, he did some digging here. Apparently, Shams tweeted back in April 23rd that there is some optimism that Vic could return to basketball activities in as soon as six months, which quick mm-hmm. math is October 23rd, which is around the start of the season. So, yeah. It's not impossible. It's not. I just, yeah, just with the string of injuries he's had, I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm not very confident in his physical health at this point. I right. mean, there, there, there have, there could be workplaces to, to rehab your, your game and rehab your, oh no, you know, Definitely. your possibilities at getting back in the league. So, okay, he's proven, been proven to be a pretty good place to do that. So. Yeah, as Kaysen said, there's nothing to do there. So, you know, just focus on basketball. <laughs> Bro, Kaysen. He, he said, I'll be fine in Oklahoma. Yeah. I I low-key think Kaysen just hates Oklahoma. <laughs> no, no. He's, no. That's just how he is. He's low-key. He grew up in a small town, like, outside of Dallas. Like, that's – he talked about it on the Thunder Basketball Universe. Like, you know, he's, like, used to the small town feel. Like, he, he yeah. likes that. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the vibe. Thing, the, the other thing I kind of I kind of got from Kason um, is the fact that he uh, he seems very soft spoken. He seems very like that's yeah, like he, very like chill, he, very laid back. He does, yeah, like I saw I saw whenever they had like the conference, the the post draft conference is like he would answer a question and that's it. Like he wouldn't yeah. like keep talking and keep talking. He would just answer the question and that's it. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say he's either very introverted or hates us. <laughs> but I think it's the former. I hate you guys, but I like the five million dollars I'm getting from you guys. Yeah, I I do think he's probably just a little quiet, which is fair. Yeah, and I, I think Tristan uh, Tristan Ferris even said that in our last pod whenever I was talking to him about it. You know, he's he's kind of like a, a quiet leader type thing. You know, like kind of the speak softly but carry a big stick kind of guy so uh, shout out casey all right alex what about you man what are you most looking forward to in next week's summer league action 
I'm just looking forward. Like, I mean, I, like, I, I hate to, to sound like a broken record, but like Chet, you know, yeah. coming back and playing, like that's probably the most important thing. It's a not big just one. for the not just for the it's summer, but for yeah. the for the trajectory of this franchise. Mm. You know, like to see <laughs> to see how he is coming back from a, a season-ending injury uh, during his his rookie year, and then secondly, just to kind of see, I think I think they're hoping that uh, J Dub kind of plays the the giddy role to Chet this year Ooh. and kind of you know kind of like the veteran coming in and just go out there, you know, perform, you know, work with miracles um, and then sit down for, you know, after three games in, in Vegas and just chill out in Vegas. Uh, I think, you know, I, I think they want him to work on specifically certain things. J-Dub I'm talking about is, you know, specifically handling the ball, specifically being like the lead ball handler in summer league. Um, and then maybe even shooting, you know, a little bit of just, you know, off the dribble shooting. Um, but I mean, just, I'm just excited to see, uh, Thunder basketball, man. And I, I don't know, it's going to be, you know, usually the summer league games get a little bit messy after, you know, after the first quarter. Um, but, yep. you know, just excited to see that, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm right there with you, man. Um, you know, Chet is the low-hanging fruit, obviously. Like, you know, he's – but, like, he's very important to mention. I just want to get out in front of this because, you know, I, I posted this poll on Twitter because I've seen some discourse about it. If Chet – if we didn't activate Chet for summer league, Chet was going to find other places to play basketball this summer, guys. He talked about it numerous times throughout the season on his YouTube and interviews. He's a hooper. He's going to go out and play basketball. He's going to compete. That's how these guys get better. And I would rather him go to a sanctioned NBA game than, you know, just do a random like pickup game with, you know, LeBron James. LeBron yeah. James, but also like you know plumbers, you know plumbers and janitors from like other cities, you know like random pickup games. Like you know, I, I, yeah. I this is the this is the better option because we also kind of get to see you know what he's got, how that recome habs coming along is you know is lightning going to strike twice? You know because I don't think people realize like you know the uh, the the first game against Utah last year like sticks out in everybody's mind and like that was the big one and that was like his big coming out party. But if you like look at his summer league stats as a whole, like I think he was shooting like 50, 40, 90. It was yeah, kind of, he was, he, yeah, it was, there was so much hype for, for a summer league last year. Um, is, there, first, is there, that, is there, is there like a rumor that he's not playing in the summer league? What, why, why is that? Presty still hasn't officially confirmed it. He said that. Oh, okay. Uh, he hopes there was he like, can play. I think was what, what the verbiage was. But didn't he say that he is confirmed to be playing in Utah, but not necessarily I thought, in Vegas? I thought um, I saw a report that Chet was confirmed, but maybe not. Uh, well, Dropping Dimes said that he was confirmed. Him and Doug. Oh, well. It, he's confirmed. Well, if, he said Dylan. It, if he said it. He's confirmed. I mean, yeah. hey. Was that Dropping Dimes 20 or yeah, Dropping that, Dimes 69? No, that was Dropping Dimes 20. That was before oh, okay. he got his clout, though. Yeah. Still, it's, he's legit. I'm trying to that's find that before Shams and Woj took took him out. Yeah. So okay. So Sam Presti on Chet Holmgren playing summer league. It's our hope he'll be out there. It's our expectation. Chet's doing great. He's had a great off season. So yeah. sounds like he's trending towards that direction, but he hasn't officially confirmed it. That's that's why I'm just you know casting a little bit of doubt, just you know guarding our heart a little bit, but. 
Um, I mean, obviously, that's like, you know, the big takeaway from Summer League. Absolutely. But, and J-Dub is, you know, Dub Santa. He's not Santa yet. Not till the season starts. I will start calling him Santa again until Christmas is over. Um, Bro, I think that I think that died. No, it didn't die. It, it did not die. Oh, it's, it died a sad it's death. dead, dude. It didn't die. Listen, when, whenever JoJo told me that you know, Dub thought it was funny, that that was all the encouragement I needed. Okay, so uh, I, I can I can fluctuate back and thought forth. Thought it was funny, like cute, like, like he probably thought it was cute, yeah. funny. I don't think. Yeah, he it's like every year, hardy har har. Hey, we'll see about it. We'll see about it. I'm I'm willing to be wrong, but I'm also willing to be right. So, uh, I don't think. Why would it make That's why he's not coming on our podcast, dude. Oh yeah, okay. Um, no, Uzman Jane. Yeah, he's the he's the guy I'm kind of looking at. He spent the entire off season in Oklahoma City working out getting right like people don't realize like you know they look at his season they look at his stats and they get discouraged a Usman Jang is a project player we were able to pick Usman Jang in last year's draft because we drafted Chet Holmgren and Jalen Williams two guys that were going to be ready made to play we was able to take a risk on that type of guy but in the times that Usman Jang was on the floor there was legitimate flashes and not only legitimate flashes he you know People forget he went through two different wrist injuries. All right. At the start of the season, he was held out because of his first wrist injury. He came in, he looked like a rookie, and then he started to get a groove. He started to make plays on offense, started or started to hit shots on offense, started to make plays on defense. And I think right after, like his best game as a rookie, he got hurt again, setback, and he had to, you know, start the process all over again. If he didn't go through those injuries, I think we're seeing a, a little bit different tune on Usman Jane because I see a guy that, yeah, he lacks aggressiveness. He needs to, you know, get more aggressive because we love an aggressive ooze. And ironically enough, he actually was second on the team in dunks um, right next to Jalen Williams. I think that he was uh, second on the team in terms of, like, finishing around the rim. Um, so if the shooting, like, passes the eye test. Like, his shot does not look broken. It looks pretty. It looks smooth. Um, yeah. Like I said, he was just battling injuries in both wrists. That's your guide hand and your release hand. So, I mean, both of those are going to mess up your shot a little bit. And, you know, I think he might have had the yips a couple of times. But I'm expecting a lot better things this year. Um, you know, he had to learn how to play off ball a little bit more this year. You know, he was a guy that thrived on ball in the NBL. Uh, I, I think that he's going to have the opportunity to play a little bit on ball in the summer league. But, you know, I – I look for the shooting to really improve. Uh, I think this is going to be a big year for Ooze. I think people are going to have to eat their words for him um, because the Jang gang is here and it ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true that. I'm excited to see Ooze. I'm excited to see what um, you know what he is. I, you know, I, I think we can have a a huge lineup. You know. In that first game, like we could literally have Ooze and 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 you know J Dub in the backcourt. You could have Chet. You know you could have Ooze, J Dub, and uh, and Kason in the backcourt, and you can have um, Chet and J Will in the frontcourt, and just call it like a monster lineup. Like I think that'd be amazing to see. Keontae off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I I wanted to bring something up on Keontae here, so I'm I'm trying to pull up the tweet because. Shout out friend of the pod, Ryland Styles. He he had a really good tweet about Keontae George. 
uh, either yesterday or the day before. Keontae Johnson? Yeah, that guy, obviously. That's what I said, Alex. The Keontae. Uh, Cone said Kyle Singer's officially off our books. What, what happened? No, he is. It, I thought he, I was, he was already – I thought he was off our books last, last year. year. No, no, no. Last year was – I mean, this – so the previous season, so we just started a, a new NBA year starting July 1st. So um, this is the la- – this was the last year of his oh. – um, of his – what's that called? A uh, stretch and waved. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm out. Ah, okay. I thought it was 21 yeah, so this, this was the last year. Okay. Well, I found the stat on Keontae Johnson. So, again, shout out Ryland Styles. Says 45% on catch and shoot looks last year, 64% at the rim, 78th percentile as a cutter, uh, 91st percentile on defense, and opponent shot just 30% versus him in ISO. So. That is a guy that we are bringing in. Obviously, he had a lot of a lot of hype coming into his freshman and sophomore year at Florida, and then you know he had the tragic accident. He was able to work his right. way back onto the basketball court, which you know, yeah, just a credit to the young man's work ethic. Like you know, I tend to bet on a guy like that. Um, so, absolutely excited to see Keontae Johnson. And you know, you kind of skimmed over Kaysen, so I'm just going to bring up Kaysen one time. Like, I'm excited to see him, man. You know, I've yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been one of the bigger proponents that he was holding back a lot of you know what he could do at Kentucky. And you know, Tristan talked about that in the last podcast about how you know Kentucky's archaic offense, like it's hard for you know guards specifically to you know show off their strengths, um, you know, in that offense. And you know. It, it's it's why they kind of hold some things back. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he could do on the floor uh, offensively, and of course the defensive matchup of the likes of Keontae George and Ojai Baji. Like that's gonna be really fun to see. And you know, kind of talking about Keontae's work ethic, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Kaysen's. You know, I, I saw this uh, from friend of the show, Mavs Draft. Uh, whenever he was at the combine, he forgot his backpack and he went back in the gym. And he said the only person after their workouts that was still in there getting shots up was our very own. Kason Wallace. Sorry, I, I called him Kason for over a year, so it's it's hard to adjust to. I'm, call, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna keep calling him Kason. By the way, this is a this is a Robertson Roberson for me. It's just it's just is it not Schroeder. Him. Is it your just Schroeder Schroeder? It's, it's my Schroeder Schroeder. Yeah, it's K, it's Kason. So I'm Queso, sorry, Kason. Too late. Ships and Kason. Maybe, maybe 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 Kason. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's uh that, that's something that I'm also very looking forward to. I'm interested to see who else is on the summer league roster because I kind of look back at it last year and you know, Giddy obviously was there, Wiggins was on the team, Poku was on the team, Trey Mann was on the team, Eugene was on the team. You think Trey Mann's gonna be oh, on Eugene? There? I I don't he's... see why he wouldn't. If he's still on the team, yeah. I think he should play on the summer league team. He needs to be. Yeah, he needs to be. I don't think he's earned the stripes to not be on the summer league team. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with our the draft. Yeah. Um, it, if if J Dub has to be out there, you definitely have to be that out. Yes. There. Oh. Um. What about we haven't uh, J Will? I feel like he's going to be on there. Yeah, right? he'll definitely. Be yeah, there. He, is. he is. I I saw some like articles about like maybe he's on there, maybe he's not, but I was like, I feel like he's going to be on there. Yeah, now he'll play if it, you know. Assuming they're all healthy, you know, we don't know the like full health status of all these players, but if they're healthy, they're probably playing. Like Jeremiah Robinson Earl, if he's still on the team, I expect him out there. I mean, we could see Wiggins out there. I don't know. I mean, if Trey Mann's out there, I mean, 
for every intent and purpose, Wiggins should be out there as well. Uh, Isaiah Joe could even be out there. I don't know. He played in summer league last year for the Sixers. It's not impossible. So, you know, it'll be in- interesting to see. I'll tell you what, though. If we, if we, if we throw in a lineup with Case and Wallace, Isaiah Joe, Usman, Jane, Joe, and Williams, and Chet Holmgren, it's going to be it's going to be a problem. Kurt, it's going to be curtains for certain. Curtains are great for everyone that hates. Yeah. Ah. And number one. All right. Anyways, um, this seems like a good time to go ahead and drop the snippet. So, for your listening pleasure, this is the oh shit first twenty seconds of a snippet of the Mijic song. Oh my, yeah. phone was oh my god! Lagging. Oh my god! I'm so excited. <laughs> Well, uh, well, I screen recorded it, and apparently you can't play documents back on screen record. So, oh no, there's a mute button. Don't mm, worry, that would that would help. Yeah, we got this back. All right, and we'll try again. It's so cool. And with my picks, we're gonna roll. Beach, understand with you and Casey. We didn't get to the chorus. The chorus. That's oh. the snippet. If you want to hear the chorus, you want to hear the rest of the song. Uh, we will. Uh, we'll come up with a prompt by the end of the podcast for you guys to do. Uh, yeah, we gotta think of something. And also, you know, Michich, if you're listening, you probably are. You're a huge fan. Uh, just huge go ahead fan. and sign with OKC. That way, we can you know release it as well. So, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Basilie Michic, the the one that got away and came back and got away and come back and got away and came back again so um all right guys let's, it. let's talk about free agency a little bit so today free agency opened at 6 p.m and boy did it open up um so it opened up yeah in in that fashion we're gonna go ahead and go to a segment that we do uh, whenever we cover a lot of games at a time with our single large item. All right, for the single large item, this is what we're going to do. There's three of us. There was probably 30 to 35 free agency signings throughout the day. We're obviously not going to cover all of them because some of them were, let's just call it a little bit insignificant. But uh, we'll go around the room. I don't know why I keep saying around the room. We'll go around the, the podcast table. We'll each have a couple choices. And we'll give our single large item for takeaways from free agency. It doesn't have to be one player. It could be a team. Uh, it could be a trade. It could be whatever you want it to be. So uh, I started with Tyranny whenever we went to Summer League. So, Alex, I'll start with you, man. What's your single large item for free agency so far? Um, so Phoenix did pretty good yep. for themselves, man. I, I know, like, when, whenever whenever the signings were first announced and they were signing, you know, they were, they were saying guys like Drew Eubanks. Um, yeah. Was it Kata Bates-Diop? Kata Bates-Diop, baby. Yeah, him. Oh, yeah. Um, Damian so, Lee. Yeah, so no, well, there was one more person before that, but you know, it was a little bit of Snickers, a little bit of, okay, you guys wanted a bench and you're gonna sign these guys, but you know, Josh Akogi is Josh Akogi. Akogi, um, yeah, Ubanks was but, the first, and it was Akogi. Yeah, that. yeah, but then Akogi, he's hey, he's not a he's not a bad like little guard vet off the off the bench. Uh, so you have Akogi, you right. have um, Damian Lee. So Damian Lee, I believe he's won a championship with Golden State. You know, he, he has, could yes. shoot, you know, he, I, I think for part of the season for, or he ended the season leading the league in uh three point percentage. 
um, last season. Um, the guy that was right underneath him for most of the season was Utah Watanabe. They signed him, you know, mm-hmm. uh, KD's ex-teammate over in, in Brooklyn. And so I, I think they I think they achieved their goal of, you know, creating, you know, getting a bench for these three superstars that were on the team, plus Aiden. Um, and so, you know, if if their owner, Ishbia, Matt Ishbia, is, is willing to go ahead and kind of bust through the first apron and probably bust through the second, second apron, hey, man, more power to them. With that said, you know, Phoenix to me is probably probably my leader right now for championship. But if any of those three gets hurt for any significant amount of time, just like it's happened in every other um, super team scenario uh, since KD left Golden State, I, I think they're going to be in trouble. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, the Suns are incorporating what we call in the fantasy football world the studs and duds um, method. Mm-hmm. So, like in fantasy football, specifically auction, like you spend a lot of your big money on like you know the studs, like you know the high profile players, and then you just spend like a dollar to like five dollars on like you know lower profile players, and you like so you're counting on the ones that are the studs to carry you, and then you're banking on one or two of the duds to maybe break out a little bit. And that's exactly what the Suns are doing, man. You know, they got KD, they got Brad Bill, they got Devin Booker, they got DeAndre Ayton as of now. Um, and, you know, they're signing all these veteran minimum guys that, you know, can come in. You know, some of them can shoot, some of them can defend, some of them can't do either one of them, but, you know, they're cheap. And, I mean, when you're working out the likes of Stanley Johnson and who, who was the other player that was working out the other day? Uh, like Kenneth uh, Farid or something like that, or not somebody. No, else. it was a guard, wasn't it? A guard. Uh, it was like uh, this is important. I gotta find it out. No, I just saw this the other day. I thought it was a wing. I don't know. I thought it was a guard. Don't worry. Like uh, I'm gonna find it. Oh my god, this is gonna kill me. Not Johnston, you stupid Twitter. <sighs> Gosh, Johnson. Stanley Johnson. Wow. I think Javon Carter, but that's not right. No. Oh, who was it? Oh, it you was Jabari it Parker. Jabari Parker. Jabari oh, Parker. Yeah. yeah. Which hey, yes. shout out Jabari Parker. Apparently he's on uh he's on a summer league contract. He's on the, the yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> he's in the summer league again. But hey, whenever you're working out those guys, that's kind of the writing on the wall with uh, your, <laughs> your lineup flexibility. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if, if it works out with the Suns. I think that, you know, there's some teams in the Western Conference that I would be very willing to take over them despite their top-end talent. Uh, the thing about their top-end talent, you know, we haven't talked about it since the bill trade, but all of their top end talent has some shaky injury history. So some durability concerns. So, you know, if one of them goes out, they don't exactly have the dogs to step up or replace them. So um, it will be interesting to see what happens with the Suns. But I agree with you. They're, they're making, they're making as good as moves on the fringes as they possibly can (laughs) with the financial situation situation they're in. Um, Tyranny, I'm going to jump over you and I'm going to go, man. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay you're not gonna take mine all right well yeah, i hey, Lita, hey, hey the mm-hmm. the uh the song is already giving him a big head he's already just you know, uh, jumping yeah. over us and that's fine man i got i do it time to time i just try to shake the order a little bit <laughs> um happens. so after you know about two three hours into free agency and you know 
we, we started poking the uh, the little brother Houston Rockets with a stick, saying, "Come on, do something." And they did. Yeah. They did something. They signed Fred VanVleet for not the reported four-year, eighty-two million dollar deal that was reported. No, no. But three-year, a hundred eight million dollar deal. One thirty. Oh, that's even worse. That's yeah, even worse. Three year, hundred. He gets paid more than Kyrie Irving. Bro, he's making forty. Was it forty three point forty three million dollars a year? Yeah, Shea's making thirty five mil right now. (laughs) That's what I was saying. I tweeted that. I was like, if you're a GM and you think he's worth almost ten million dollars more than Shea, you shouldn't be a GM. That's absurd. I mean, it is different. You know, just, just NBA. yeah, it, it's different just because of like you know where the cap was in the situations whenever the yeah, players were signed. But it, that's still it, too high. Even yeah. factoring it, it's very much an overpay. It, it's it's a panic it's move. A, it's a move where they were so they were bad. desperate. They were desperate not to be at the bottom of the West so bad because they don't have their picks. Like they don't have control of their picks. Like their next two picks are. Um, are ours like top four protected um so like they they have to get out of that bottom feeder status um or they have to like go all the way in and you know despite how we feel about some of their players i feel like they've accrued enough talent that they shouldn't be towards the bottom of the west especially you know acquiring fred van vliet and there's the possibility you know they still have cap space there's rumors dylan brooks is going to go there oh I think that's just hilarious. Like, I think he's like, <laughs> he's the prototypical Houston Rockets player. Like, yeah, yeah let, let's let's throw him into the Houston Rockets uh, ecosystem. I, I need that. Uh, Brooke Lopez, if they sign him, I would actually, I wouldn't fear them, but I would take them more seriously. Like, I think that Brooke Lopez is like a winning player, and that's not to say Fred Van Vliet's not a winning player, but he he's not the player that he used to be. Um, like he's aging a little bit less gracefully than Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is, you know, still a giant out there, but he's adapted his game to fit today's NBA. And so I think defensively and offensively, I mean, dude, freaking Splash Mountain. Um, I, I think that he could impact like the Rockets, like day one. Like I would actually like, you know, take them a little bit more legitimately. But right now, it's Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> they dropped it's his team, man. Dropped a ridiculous bag on the Rockets. 43 million. Switching sides on them, um, yeah, it's just wild. But yeah, it's it's looking like you know we're not going to have to worry about that pick conveying next year for the Rockets. I think it's going to convey. I don't think they're going to be in the top four in the West. Uh, they're probably going to be you know flirting with mediocrity somewhere between like the nine and I'd say like nine and twelve seed range. Because I mean, yeah, the West is going to be a bloodbath next year, guys. Like it's. Absolutely going to be insane. Um, I I think that there are some teams that, you know, they could still like pivot to a rebuild. Uh, But in terms of like teams that are wanting to stay competitive and whether that's to say they're doing that because of, you know, what's perceived as a weaker draft class, you know, remains to be seen. But for whatever reason, like it's a very competitive Western conference. So, all right, Tierney, now the floor is yours, sir. Well, I got to break the news that just came out. Tyrese Halliburton just got paid five years, $260 million, uh, $52 a year. Also make more than Shea. Also make more than Shea. How the hell did he get that? Like, he hasn't hasn't been all NBA. Like, how did he get that? 
I don't know. I I don't hate that. I don't like it as I don't hate it as much as the F uh, the FVV signing, but it's still a little bit of an overpay. Fifty million plus for a guy who's not exactly proven himself isn't the best look. But they're committed to him clearly. So is that not the same white max extension Shea signed just under a different CBA? Uh, what was his five two ten? Nah, his was like I think it was five for like two twenty five with the all NBA thing. I, I think the two sixty is you know with the all NBA thing. I mean, I, I don't I don't know that you know. I would just I like know. you know saying like looking. That's at a it, that's a Steve Dolan conversation right there. I yeah, know. I would say just looking at it, I think that that's based up like that's a max extension based off of the new cap, and that two sixty falls under probably. You know, you know, him getting all NBA in one of those years. So, um, but yeah, I love Tyrese Albert. A lot of he's money. one of my favorite players. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be I, a monster. Yeah. I don't hate the, I don't hate it, especially that they got uh, Bruce Brown in the free agency. I think they're, they're doing something. Um, but that is not, I was my, about to say, is that your single large item? No, that's not my single large item. My single large item is also a team. Um, but it's not an NBA team. It is a college team. It is oh. University of North Carolina. Oh my God. Because be- <laughs> no, I, this is legit though, because the boys got paid mm. and I, I listen, like we're not a, like, we're not a, we're not a school that churns out NBA players. We're not just like a one and done. We grow good, well-rounded student athletes at our school. And then if they're good enough, they go to the NBA. And don't give me that face. <laughs> the, Do we need and, to bring up the academic allocation? That listen, Oklahoma State also had something like that too. Every school does that. It's not a big mm. deal. But two two UNC grads got paid so much this uh, this free agency, and I was so excited to see it. Kobe White got to the Bulls for I think like ten million a year for three years, which. To be honest, is probably a little bit of an overpay for Kobe White. He's not the best, but good for him. He's he's getting his money. And then the big one was Cam Johnson. Uh, I forget the exact numbers now. Let me pull it up. It was four four years, one hundred and eight million dollars. That's Cam where I got Johnson. the one away from. Yeah, and I was I was just so happy to see that because Cam Johnson was like. I don't know, 22 when he left UNC. Like he's not a young guy. And uh, the fact that he's entering his first, his his, like free agency after his rookie contract and getting paid that much is just awesome. And uh, I I just, I'm so happy for the, for the UNC boys. There, there are a lot of other people that probably got paid a little bit too much that we can talk about too. Like, you know, Jeremy Graham, we didn't really talk about. Um, hey, hey, yeah, hey, just, hey, 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 we got other turns here, all I, right? Just calm yourself. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought we just had one turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I said we yeah, the, we'll the, go the, to. I, I missed that. My bad. Uh, but the UNC boys, they got paid, and I was just, it was just such an exciting time. Uh, I was just over the moon for those, those fellas. Yeah, I, well, I'm proud of you. You know, it's uh, thank you. Kentucky fans don't really got to worry about that. They usually get max extensions from their team, so because it's because Kentucky is a Kentucky <laughs> is basically an NBA G League team. They're not a they're not a school. 
Um, but no, I, I did think, you know, it was a little bit chestnut checkers uh, from the guys in Brooklyn. Is it still Sean Marks? Is he still the GM? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, Sean Marks, you know, put, put a little bit of master class earlier in the day trading uh, Joe Harris to the Pistons for a couple of seconds. Um, you know, got a little bit of draft compensation, got Joe Harris off your books, but – he put the Pistons in position where they couldn't sign Cam Johnson to a big enough offer sheet that they wouldn't be able to match. So a little bit of chestnut right. checkers from Sean Marks there. I don't, it's fine. He still got paid. That's all I care about. He's getting 20, 25 plus million dollars a year. Good yeah, news. Yeah. It's close to hero money. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Which by, no, oh, by the way, he lives in Miami. Buddy, I don't know how – I mean, you could ask Cohen how much it costs to live in New York. <laughs> no, he lives – he doesn't live in – he lives in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is cheap compared mm. to, to the, you know, New York City and all that. I, I still believe – whatever, it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> oh, Desmond Bain also just got a five-year, $207 million deal. So, Jeez. break that real quick. We'll throw money out. Money out like it's hotcakes. All right, uh, Alex, back to you, sir. What is your second single large item for free agency? Well, you know, oh, Maddie Double Dribble buried the lead. Um, <sighs> Sorry, I didn't know we had two turns. But freaking Jeremy Grant, congratulations, man, getting paid. Like, Thunder legend, baby. Thunder legend. Thunder legend. Thunder legend. Five years at 160? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, good for him, man, but. Portland, the <laughs> hell are you doing? Very bad. What is you very, doing? Very bad. Like, like you, like Portland is, Portland is doing this all wrong. Like Portland wants to do this two timeline thing. And it worked out great for the Warriors. It's not, and the thing is, but here's the thing though. Number one, you're not going to get a championship out of this core. That's number one. Uh, you know, cha- the the Warriors still had their, you know, their their veterans that were still championship worthy. This core is not going to get there. But number two, you have guys that are much better than James Wiseman, you know, Moody and Kaminga. You had Shaden Sharp. You have Scoot Henderson. You know, you still, you know, what what's his um, uh, Simons is still young. Like you have a good little young core that you can build off of pretty quickly. And they're choosing to delay that. And what's going to happen is eventually – Dame's going to be like, you know, you could probably trade these young guys and get some great veterans and they're going to lose them. Like it, 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 it baffles my mind what Portland is doing. And listen, Portland may still trade Dame and may still come out of that. Okay. And Jeremy Grant, you know, if you want to go ahead and sign him and have him be your, your veteran on, you know, yeah. in the locker room Make him the guy. and then, yeah. you know, maybe a trade chip in the future. That's great. But right now, it doesn't look that great, honestly. How old is Jeremy Grant? I, I'm curious what his 29 to 30, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say 29. So, so by the time his contract is up, he's gonna be what, like 34? Well, yeah, um, but I mean, I mean, I mean, Jeremy Grant's never had an injury like or anything like that. He's never been an injury like right. Um, he doesn't rely just, a lot on his athleticism. It's just and and here and here's what I here's what I think. These types of contracts are the ones that are going to get squeezed out with this new CBA. You know, the the middle of the – just the middle of the road type player. And I'm not saying Jeremy Grant is the middle of the road, but he's not an all-star either. 
Um, so those types of players making 30 plus million dollars, I think that's about to be phased out with this new CBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Grant is going to, I just looked up, he's going to be uh, his last two years of his contract. He's 32 and 33. He's going to pay 34 old. to 36. Yeah. So like, that's still like a tradable chip. Yeah. yeah it's, he, he may have one more big contract left in his, in his back pocket, but. Still, yeah. Portland, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, it's just frustrating. Shout out his, shout out his, uh, his, um, his agent. Well, I'm blank. Yeah, his agent. I forgot, yeah. I forgot to look it up, but man, good for him. Doing the work, man. Yeah. Um, in our Thunder Roundtable pod, um, somebody asked the question who are the top four seeds in the Western Conference, uh, when it comes to, um, there, yeah, I mean, in the Western Conference, duh. Sorry. It's late. Okay. It's 1230 AM where I'm at. Um, but you know, we all kind of had like some of the similar teams, like, you know, Thunder Pelicans were a popular pick. Some Spurs. people the Grizzlies, Spurs, Timberwolves. Like, you know, there, there were some names being thrown out there, but I threw out the Portland trailblazers because they have the young pieces. Like Alex mentioned, they have Scoot Henderson. They have Shaden Sharp. They drafted Chris Murray. They got my boy, Rayan Rupair. Um, they got Anthony Simons. Like they, they've got some young pieces there, but the most That's valuable asset that they have is Mike Schmitz. Mike Schmitz was one of the best scouts. Mm-hmm. I think he was carrying ESPN's draft coverage. Like I, 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 <laughs> I'm not going out all the way out there to say Gavoni's a fraud, and you know, <laughs> like he was just you know riding Schmitz coattail. But I, I think there was a significant drop off in draft coverage this year. Um, and I don't think that's coincidence with Mike Schmitz leaving to go to the Port Trailblazers last year. You know, we know his shots as a scout and we know that he's an international guy. Like he's got, you know, he's got plugs all over the world. So I, I would love to see Portland trade away Dame, find a way now to trade away Jeremy Grant and heck maybe even trade away Anthony Simons. And just bring back all these assets. You already have Scoot and Shaden Sharp. Like that is a heck of a head start um, for a rebuild. And you know the amount of stuff that you can get back for those players is just going to be ridiculous. Like you, you might have a better start to your rebuild than we did or the Jazz did. So I, I, I just don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, that's weird. Very frustrating. But Tyranny's walked away. Um, so <laughs> before. before uh, before I make my point, I just want to say uh, Alex has his phone sitting on his desk. So whenever he's talking, I'm just looking at a ceiling fan. I'm just imagining the ceiling fan is talking to me. Uh, that That's what goes through my mind. I'm in, I'm, I'm in my daughter's room, man. That's like, that's what I... Yeah, I was wondering why there was a bunk bed there. Yeah, I didn't see like, that. Your daughter's room. Like they're out there like, so So my sister's here. And ah. So it's on, it's auntie it's auntie day out there in the living room and they're like watching ah. Hamilton and just singing. Oh so, yes. hey, that's a good time. I mean, right hey, yes, that's a that's a vibe right there, bro. You're missing it out. It is a vibe, but it's not a vibe that is conducive for podcasting. So it's true. Fun fact: so, I have the entire Hamilton album memorized. I, I know I you do. It. <laughs> you need to you need to so, come up with a. So here's the fan again. Hamilton song. Yeah. He already did. He did that when when Mascala was on with us, and he did it about Shay. Yeah, did the guns and ships oh, thing. I forgot about. Were that. you on the block for that? Me? No, Tierney. Oh, I don't think so. Ah, uh, that's why you don't feel like I remember that. Yeah, I think it was they got a, Alex, yeah. Jerry, Moles, and Cone. Yeah. Hmm. 
All right. Well, sorry you missed that. Um, All right. So my single large item uh, for free agency today is the Lakers low-key cooking, man. Yeah, they did. Although they lost lost Schroeder. I I think they're going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's not a big deal. They signed Torian Prince to like a one-year 4.5. They signed Gabe Vincent to a three-year 33. They brought in Rui, or they brought back Rui Hachimura on a four-year 51, which 17 mil a year for Rui feels a little bit rich, but he did make impact he, on both sides of the he floor. He played well. Playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, God, what was that other move they made? I already forgot. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, yeah. You know, they're taking a swing at Cam Reddish, which my buddy Trevin, huge Lakers fan, huge LeBron fan, like he's been adamant about wanting to try out Cam Reddish, so – more power to him. Hope it works out. And they are still going to match whatever anybody throws at Austin Reeves. I, I think the Los Angeles Lakers have killed this free agency. They've addressed a lot of needs. Sure, they lost in a shooter. They might not be able to bring D'Angelo Russell back. But if they have a healthy LeBron James and a healthy Anthony Davis, they just need warm bodies at that point, preferably warm bodies that can shoot. I, I think shoot, that yeah. they've accomplished that goal. And I think that they are going to be a force to be reckoned with, uh, you know, come playoff time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I'm a little I'm a little worried about Gabe Vincent not in a heat uniform. Yeah. It's just he feels like he he the heat culture was the reason he was shooting so well, but I don't know. Uh, you know that's just a vibe thing. Well, I made a TikTok about it and you know, somebody very quickly I, I, I called him a sniper from deep, and somebody was like, he's not a sniper from deep. I was like, You asked Boston. Boston thought he was a sniper from deep. Yeah, he was <laughs> deadly in that series. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I think that. As good as he was in Miami, he didn't have creators like LeBron James, you know, kicking out to him. He didn't have somebody with the gravity of LeBron James driving into the lane, uh, kicking out to him. So he could get even better Mm -hmm. looks, uh, you know, in Los Angeles. So uh, I like it. All right, Tyranny, what about you, man? What's your final single large item? So I I was going with the Lakers. I was hoping you weren't pick them, but I have two other like half ones. So I'll do both those and count them as one. Um, We talked about like it. Yeah, that well, actually, uh, the first one I'll say is the Wizards. I think they're they're gonna suck, but they're gonna be fun because they re-signed Kuzma, who had like his best stint ever with the Wizards, and then they've got Jordan Poole now. It's not news by any means, but um, I think just their that that situation just seems really fun. And Bilal Kulabali. Um, yeah, Bilal. Sorry, yeah, Bilal. I forgot about Bilal. So yeah, that that core that that situation just seems fun, um, but then the other one that's kind of a half one we kind of already talked about was the uh, the Pacers. Um, we already mentioned the Halliburton thing, uh, but then the Bruce Brown contract I think is a win for the Pacers because it's a two year like fifty ish million uh, deal, but the second year is a team option, mm-hmm. so it's like. Bruce Brown just had an amazing run with the Nuggets. So the Pacers can just be like, let's see if you can do that here in Indiana. And if not, (laughs) we can just like let you go. And it's just like, they overpaid a little bit probably, but there's no risk on their end. It's just one year and then they get to decide. So get your um, money, Bruce, get your money. Yeah. I I mean, I mean, he's, he's got to earn it now because he's got to convince them to keep him next, not next year, but the year after. But um, I just thought that was a really good deal when I saw kind of the details about it. And it was really only the, it was, it was one of the few like actual moves in free agency. Like a lot of teams just kind of re-signed um, 
their big guy, big, big pieces, but Bruce Brown was the one big, like, um, piece that moved somewhere else. Um, so, but yeah, I thought the Pacers, um, now adding on the Halliburton thing, just, it was a great, great little, little free agency for them. And they traded away Duarte. Yeah, they did. That's right. Yeah. I like the move for the Kings bringing in Duarte. I think he's yeah. a, he's still got some juices. He feels like a Kings player too. For whatever reason. Just yeah. the shooter. Just somebody that could space the floor a little bit with those guys and just add, you know, take out, you know, take out uh, Murray, put in Duarte. You don't lose too much on the offensive end. Um, the the best pickups, um, the only two that I had were Bruce Brown and Gabe Vincent. Like new pickups. What did you guys think? Um, uh, I think I not, think not, taking, not re-signings, but like, but like picked up from another team. I think that you're taking your uh, your tournament love and you're applying it to the NBA because those two guys were in the finals. <laughs> I, I like George Snyang or George Snyang going to the Cavs. Oh yeah, I think he gives yeah. them some shooting. I think I think the Cavs are doing a masterstroke this uh, this offseason. If they if they get Max Struess. Mm-hmm. That's been I, yeah, rumored for out like the whole day. I, I, it's so weird that that hasn't happened. Yeah, they're trying to get a third team to do a sign and trade for uh, a friend yeah, of the yeah. pod, Jake Fisher. So, uh, which okay. the Oladipo deal may be tied into that. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You're welcome, Cleveland. <laughs> Potentially, um, yeah. That's a. Uh, I mean, overall, it's been a really fun day of free agency. You know, nothing major. Like you know, like Tierney said, a lot of teams brought back their old players. Chris Middleton went back to the Bucks on a you know more team friendly, longer term deal. Um, I, I do gotta say, Kyle Kuzma. Like, I, I get like it's cool. Like you know, it's it's a fun roster putting together, but it feels out of place with what they're trying to do because it feels like they've brought in yeah. all these young fun players to, you know, to like kickstart the rebuild and Kuz yeah, like not a rebuild move. Yeah. Kuz isn't like this like seasoned veteran or anything like that, but he's not like young spring chicken. And I think that this was like, like his the apex of his value. Like, I don't, I don't know that you're going to get much more out of Kyle Kuzma in his career. I think that, you know, if you're Kyle Kuzma, and you were trying to win again, you know, not on LeBron's coattails. I feel like you had a better chance to do that elsewhere, but I digress. Yeah, it's so his he's 27, so his next contract will be when he's 30. So yeah, I mean that was kind of his his prime. Oh, maybe he's believing in himself. Hmm. Rafael Barlow just said that he might see Michich in Miami. Okay. Hmm. What am I doing in your room? Well, you guys are just having a great time over there, so <laughs> I can't I can't really podcast with it with you guys singing the entire Hamilton musical. So I'll join uh, in. I know you will. That's why I wanted to keep you away from it. Hamilton saying so those that are doing the trenches are new with the French. I mean, so you're gonna have to use my bench to leave. What's gonna do with the bench? I mean, I'm gonna have some resilience and match my practical tactical brilliance. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Had had to had to go in real quick on that. Cool. Cool. All right. Anyways, um, yeah. Oh, I'm, I had some I had some uh, questions from the Oladipo thing. Oh, did we get some questions? Interesting. Yeah, there were there was like five. I'll just throw them out there before we get to our other thing. 
Can we pretty please keep him? Possibly. No. Nah, man, I'm good. I mean, look, will he just? I love Oladipo, but that's yeah. You know, we're bringing on Mitchich, so uh, yeah. So we can't can't have too many guards. That was that was from at Phi uh, L S O N. Ison. Underscore L S O N. Ison. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, Brandon Lloyd at Brandon Lloyd 33. Will he just be waived since he's injured? Probably not. <laughs> We're all over two opposite answers. answers. <laughs> uh, it's definitely possible. Um, I mean, should we answer? I just don't know. So, uh, at so, so, so I, want, I, want, I want people to, I want people to kind of realize that more than likely this was just a cap salary cap move like more mm-hmm. likely it was just a move to bring on salary get a get an asset along with it and then kind of go from there like i don't think oladipo is a huge part of our future like I, he could he can maybe be the, you know a veteran presence in the locker room um he can maybe be like a uh like a reclamation project in oklahoma city and that's great that's fine um but he's not going to be taking minutes away from from Kason or from you know, Keontae Johnson or, any, any, you know, Usman Jang or anything like that. You know, so he's not going to be playing a ton, if, if any, in Oklahoma City. Yeah. So Ooh, with that, no fun. with that, that is no fun. But <laughs> hey, with that, I, I, we'll... I, I just want to establish, I just want to establish the reality of the situation. All yeah, right. With that, we'll do the last one that's kind of related to that. So uh, at the Doug Beck uh big fan of ours is says is that so Miami can free up space for Dame or somewhere else are we keeping Oladipo uh well we addressed the the first one yeah we we just keep saying possibly you know everything's possible ask Kevin Garnett anything is possible anything yeah yeah no I mean it it could definitely you know uh free up some space for Dame uh maybe James Harden um yeah that's another domino that hasn't fallen yet yeah. yeah, and that's and that's that's one that like you know, you know whenever it all dropped last night and dropping dimes was taking victory laps, I was like, it's not a done deal. Like they're not just going to take slot back for James Harden to trade away right. James Harden to the Clippers. Like we just saw Daryl Morey hold on to Ben Simmons for like eight months and him not even time. not even breathing on the basketball court until he got what he wanted, until he got what he felt was fair value for the asset that he had. And, you know, the report came out today, like, the Sixers are in no rush. Like, Darren Moore is in no rush to trade away James Harden. Like, this isn't something that's going to happen quickly. They're going to try to maximize their return. You know, and you hear that the Knicks are in the mix. You hear that the Suns might be in the mix, according to Dropping Down 20. Um, and, you know, now Miami might be trying to, you know, throw their hat in the ring to, you know, maybe bring James Harden in there. So, um, it, it's, it's it's far from it's far from over there. But, yeah, uh, to answer your question, Doug, about you know what Miami's trying to do, uh, you know, it definitely could be you know trying to make a move and capitalize on their finals appearance to you know make their roster even stronger. Yeah. We have any more? That's all the questions. Okay. Uh, there, there were some others, but it was, it was the same. same okay. Stuff. Okay. Cool. Um, we're gonna end with the game, boys. We haven't played a game in a yes. in a while on this podcast. You know, we've been slammed with draft stuff and a 
riveting season that led to the playing game. So we haven't really been itching for content, but it is the doldrums of the off season. Um, and despite us making a trade for Victor Oladipo, um, we, we do have some time. So we're going to play a game as soon as Tierney gets back from wherever he went. I love how he waits for me to you know, say we're playing a game to get up and go. I can hear my headphones. I can hear you through my headphones. Tierney have a small bladder. <laughs> no, I can. No, I had to. I'm doing. I had to. I can hear you through my headphones when I get up. I'm, I'm right, but listening. if I ask you something, you have to yell across the room. I thought you were going to explain it, so I was going to. I mean, it's a very simple game. It's a, this is a eliminator challenge. So, as you guys know, as we mentioned, next week we start summer league. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in 2013, the Oklahoma City Thunder actually won the entire summer hats, league. Hats, baby, hats. They were the summer league champions. They had hats and everything. Like, did they even do that anymore? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, That's I, awesome. I think, they, I, I think they. No, I don't think there's necessarily like a tournament. It was in or like I remember we got our hats in Orlando, that when it was the Orlando summer league. Dude, I want mm-hmm. hats, man. Uh, but I don't think I don't think there's. I think I, I think the Las Vegas league has the the top two teams play, and that's about it. Mm, gotcha. Damn. Well, uh, in that case, you know, like I said, we got hats. We won the championship uh, for summer league. Going back and forth. Eliminator style. First person to mess up loses. I want you guys to name players on that summer league roster. Oh god! god. Wait, <laughs> what year is this? This is twenty thirteen. And wait a second, we've got to we got to figure out who's going first. I got a number in my head. Whoever's closest between one and ten, uh, go ahead, Tyranny. Seven. All right, Alex. Four. The number was eight. Tyranny will start. Tyranny, whenever you're ready, sir. This this game might be over after the first round. <laughs> I know I don't even have I don't even have one confident answer. <laughs> Come on, guys. Okay, hold on. Twenty thirteen. We traded James Harden the year before. There's gonna be a lot of names you're kicking yourself over. I'll tell you that. Uh. I mean, do you want me to get us started off? No. I can do this. I don't want to cede my advantage. It's not even an advantage at this point. It's just it's more of an embarrassment at this point if I can't name one. I have a guy, but I'm not totally confident he was in there at 2013. I mean, at this point, it's better than nothing. Is there a timer on draft that year? I, I said answer whenever you're ready, so I guess not for this pick. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I don't think that's right. Uh, Alex Sabrinas. Alex Sabrinas mm. is incorrect. It's okay. We'll give you a mulligan since you guys aren't as confident in this as I thought, and we'll kick it to Alex. You each get one mulligan. So, Alex, uh, why don't you go ahead? It doesn't even Reggie matter. Jackson. I don't know. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson is correct. Back to you, Tyranny. You just got to get one to survive. Who the frick? Believe in you, buddy. Not really, but... That's so rude, dude. That's amazing. God damn it. (laughs) 
again. <laughs> no. All right, you have 10 seconds, Ernie. Samaj <laughs> Christian? Samaj Christian is not on here. Samaj Christian was signed his rookie year and, re- and Russell Westbrook's MVP year. Yeah. So Tierney was what? Alex. How many more can you name? Uh, he was with yeah. that. What? No. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. That's way uh, too late. Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb was on there. How how far uh, can you go? Was Josh Eustis on this team? Josh Eustis wasn't on this team. <laughs> That's another guy I was thinking about. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Perry Jones. Perry Jones was on there. Okay. Um, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams, Adams was on there. Yeah. What? I was okay. thinking. Damn it. Okay. Uh, I thought okay. he was too good to be on the team, man. What about Thunder Legend Lazar Hayward? Lazar Hayward was not on the team. Was not. Okay. Um, that was my mulligan. Let's see. Uh, uh, I should get no, credit not, for Steven Adams. Not him. Um, no. Why would you get credit for Steven Adams? You got like three wrong. Because I got who else? It, who else? Uh, man. Yeah, man, I'm out. All right. So, uh, wait, where do you go? Oh, Andre Robertson. Drafted wow. in the same draft really? as Steven Adams. Yeah, Steven Adams, yeah. True though. Uh, Daniel Orton. Oh, oh. Mc, uh, Bishop McGinnis alum. Shout out KC. And uh, DeAndre Liggins. Oh, D Lig. Uh, Grant Jarrett. Oh wow. Dwight Bikes. I was gonna Grant say Jarrett. I was like Dwight Bikes was like on the Russell Westbrook team, but hey. he was on summer league for years. For us. he was, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the other names are Ron Anderson, Kyle Keurig, Ryan Reed, Andrew Smith, Michael Snayer, and Tony Taylor. Wow. So, we should have done one a lot. You got obliterated. We should have done one a lot, or a lot more recently. <laughs> I have no clue. It's, it's okay, Tyranny. It's so crazy that 2013, like, I was like the Thunder had been around that long. Mm-hmm. I've been. A, I was a sophomore in college. I was barely paying attention back then. I didn't really wow. get in, into it deep until like grad school. It was like 2016. Well, I didn't know that when I made the question, scaring you. Okay. Well, maybe you should reconsider next time. And also, I thought Jerry and Cone might be on here too. So instead of just back and forth, it would be like a circle. It was bad. That was embarrassing. I, I apologize. It would have been the circle of defeat, believe me. <laughs> when did when did Alex Abrinas actually get drafted? Twenty fifteen, I think. Right? Yeah, Is it wasn't hor- horribly off? Yeah. Either way, um, Josh, Josh no, so yeah. no, hold on, no. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was drafted in twenty fourteen. Because we actually got uh, that, we got that pick in the in the, the hard trade, trade. Mm-hmm. and then uh, it got taken away from us. Uh, in the Jeff Green debacle, like heart transplant debacle mm. in Boston, and then we got it back from Charlotte a season later. So yeah, hell yeah. 
All right. See, that's <laughs> I wasn't covering it that deeply back then either, so I don't even remember that. I don't, I don't know that. Yeah, I, I know Alex was, so we'll, we'll trust him on that. <laughs> um, all right, Meech's challenge. This is the update on Meech's challenge. Uh, in order for me to release oh, yeah. the next song, or like to, to release the full song on the next podcast. Uh, By the I way, mean, if you skip to the if you skip to the end, you you didn't listen to the beginning of the podcast. Now you got to rewind and find it. Yeah. What a jerk. Um, yeah. I'm going to say we, we need five, five star reviews on Apple. That's and good. You, you got to say something positive. You can't mention Jerry smoke alarm. Can't mention nope. my Kentucky accent. Uh, you got to say something positive. Got to say something nice. Five star, five star review. And uh, I know it takes a little bit for those to pop up. So we'll give it a week. And you know, maybe meet you to probably be signed by then, maybe, but. maybe, maybe, but um, maybe not. But maybe yeah, if you don't get five this. and we get like four again, then maybe I'll release another snippet. <laughs> just do five, uh, dude. There's gotta be five people who could do a five star review, sure. Well, you know, there are, I believe, there are five you could do, you can also, podcast. okay, That's okay, true. okay, okay, <laughs> stop. You can make a new Apple ID just to leave a review. You know it. Can you not leave I love, multiple I love reviews? Thunder 56. <laughs> I love Thunder 57. Can you not leave multiple reviews for one Apple ID? Is that not I a thing? I have no idea. I've never left I mean, the reviews. I've I mean, never tested Yeah, it. you can leave multiple reviews. It, we would just know, I would just know it's you, and thus it would compromise the integrity of the five star review. So. Well, you. you, uh, you uh, I think that still well, counts. You messed that up with the original contest because we were at 3,999 followers and you decided to go ahead and unfollow your own I did not. Shut your mouth. I was asleep, bro. And, And with the topic fandom account, you did that. And then once the clicker, once the time went to 1001, you refollowed. And it for some reason, our follow count jumped up to 4,001. Yeah. So hmm. that's my story. I'm sticking to it. No, nah, Chief, hmm. I was I was knocked out slumped. And I had, to, I had to get an still. alarm to wake up for this podcast. Yeah, the saboteur. You're we do have 4,000 followers, so I'm, shout I'm out I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, we do have 4,000 followers. So, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know, if we get up to... Whatever happens first, 4,500 followers on Twitter or five-star five reviews on Apple. 4,500? That's, that's so many followers. followers. <laughs> Listen, Come I said whatever on, happens bro. first, man. Jeez. Guys, I'm trying to yeah. milk this for what we can, okay? Jeez. Realistic, just brother. Five, just do the five-star review, dude. There's yeah. so I guarantee there's so many people who listen who haven't done a five-star review. I know I don't do that all the time with podcasts. True that. Yeah, yeah. True and if that. you haven't, like, you know, just re- I mean, obviously do it for the contest, but not even the contest, but for the challenge, I say. Um, but, you know, if you're listening, like, you probably enjoy. Like, if you've made it this far, you probably enjoy, you know, our dynamic. You enjoy our content. Um, you enjoy the podcast. So definitely do that. Leave a five-star review, and we definitely would appreciate that. And that helps us out. It makes us fall warm and fuzzy inside. So it does. Do that. But, gentlemen, with that being said, uh, the next time we speak, Thunder Basketball will have been played. It might be a post-gamer. It will be. Yeah, yeah. We probably will do a post-game on Monday um, just because 
Tuesday's Fourth of July, and I don't want to die. So, um, yeah. yeah, probably do a post game on Monday, and then you know, if something exciting happens Wednesday, we might just run it back on Wednesday. But we'll probably just do one on Thursday and talk about the Wednesday and Thursday game. But we will keep you guys updated on that. So, uh, with that being said, on behalf of myself, Tierney, and Alex, hope everybody has a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. And as always, thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up. <laughs> Sound like a me frog. Me thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKCTopicThunder. Thunder up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.